You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of The Hero of the Story. I'm Aaron, and with me of course is Brian. Hey everybody. What's going on, Brian? Oh, it's a busy Monday. It is a busy Monday. Well... For whoever listening, it may not be a Monday, but right now, That's as, true. We as we record, this, this is a Monday. And it's a busy Monday. That's true. Um, do you have a case of the Mondays? I've got a case of the Mondays. That's true. That's true. See, at work, we uh, we just did our, we, we're in the midst of our benefits fair and stuff like that. Yes. That uh, many corporations do. And I think uh, we both gave blood. Um, I had blood taken from my taken from my finger today. I did too. Yeah. She took it from my middle finger saying that way I could still point today. And I'm like, I'm, I don't plan on pointing at anybody. Today. Yeah. Um, I, she took it from mine as well. And um, now I feel awkward whenever I, whenever, <laughs> just in general, I just yes. feel awkward more than usual. Did, did you get a flu so, shot? I did not. See, I did. I'm a, I'm a pro flu shot kind of guy. Well, you know, I respect that. And, yeah. you know. I'm I'm generally pro vaccine, but you know, in ten days it it won't kick in for ten days, so stay away from me still. Okay, all right. In case you get the flu, that's right. All right. No, well, no. I so said don't give me the flu. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see I'm, what we can I'm do. Vulnerable for ten more days. Oh dear. Oh, and dear. then I can go and lick doorknobs. That's not how that works, Brian. No, it doesn't. No, sorry. Um, but you know, Brian. We had a lot of fun at For the Church in Kansas City a couple yeah, we weeks really ago, did. didn't we? Yeah, it was. A, Let me just say how yeah. great of a, an event that is, and how great of a seminary that is. That is well. Now you are a student at Midwestern Seminary, so yes, and you're for any professor hearing this, I love Midwestern Seminary. <laughs> you know, I think that might work in the undergrad program. Yeah, it probably doesn't. Probably work doesn't work in doctoral work. Sorry, buddy. Um, but <laughs> good try. Yeah, good try. try. Regardless, we had a really great time there, and you know, we had we actually re- recorded our first ever like live with an audience podcast. Yes, and that was that was super fun. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed listening to that. It was it was a lot of fun to record. It was new, as you said. Yeah. So we didn't know how it was going to turn out. Yeah, but it but it turned out pretty well. Um, I mean, the content was, you know, we we did a very very general conversation on gospel centrality and the importance of that and and what that looks like in in the life of the church um and then um you know we got some great feedback from from our audience both talking about the gospel project but also asking us some some a little more general questions if as I well remember, though most of the questions asked during that podcast recording related to the gospel project itself. They did, yeah. Except for one guy that we're going to talk about. Well, there was, um, because there was was a question that came out that um, I wish the mics had still been, been on when he asked it. Because he he came to us after we were getting ready to go, and he said, "Can you tell me the difference between being Bible centered, gospel centered, and Christ centered, or is there a difference?" I love that. That was such a great question to be asking. Yeah. Such an important question to yeah. be asking. It, it's a fun one to explore. It's a fun one to think about. But as you just said, it's so important because, you know, in my estimation, it's kind of like my upbringing that I've shared before. I grew up in, in, a, in a great Bible-believing church that I would argue was bible Center. We're going to talk about in a second. Yeah. And the danger of that is, is you almost want to pat yourself on the back thinking, all right, we got it. We're where we need to be, but you're still off. It's You're close. It's kind of like when you try to match color and you don't quite do it. Yeah. It's like I, I did that. I did some touch-up paint in my, my house, and the, the touch-up color was just a little bit off, and it looks terrible because, it oh, you tried to match, but you failed. Yeah. 
And so it's almost that danger of like, all right, we're close. We're in the ballpark of where where we need to be, but we're not really. And it's a big that even though it seems like it's a small gap, it's huge. Right. Absolutely. That's why this is so important. Absolutely. And there are there are of course um, you know Christians who who fall on alls you know all over the spectrum yeah. on on these things. And and so what we want to say right away is is yes, there is a difference between yeah. these. Um, but what we what needs to be very very clear is is that this is this is generally an in house conversation among yeah. believers. What uh, is it? Yes, this is. What does it mean to be one or the other? Or this is among what? friends. Yeah. Um, this is this is trying to clarify and make sure we are precisely where we need to be instead of the ballpark again. Correct. This of course excludes a lot of people who would not care about being any of these. Right. Um, reading the Bible as literature or not believing in the Bible, you know, going to extremes. Right. Th- these are people who have a high regard for the Word of God. These are probably mm-hmm. all people who share inerrancy, you know, um, those core doctrines of the gospel. Yeah. Th- these are friends. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so we want to make sure that uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're giving, our, we're, you know, killing ourselves with caveats here, but uh, <laughs> we need to do that because we we want to make sure that that this is clear that we're we're not pointing fingers no. at anyone and saying, "Hey, exactly. you're doing it wrong," and or killing, anything like killing that. ourselves with caveats would be a phenomenal podcast, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Oh, man, maybe we need to change the name of our podcast. All right. See, I come up with my best titles whenever I'm not on, whenever I'm just saying random stuff like that. It's like flirting with flat. Killing, you know. <laughs> oh, there All right, we go. let's just roll in. Then. All let's right, let's do this. this. So, um, so the big question that we've got here is, um, what is the difference between these three? And so, um, so let's talk about let's talk about them in this order: being Bible centered yeah. versus being Christ centered versus being gospel centered. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the the strengths and weaknesses of each position. Well, one does not have a weakness. Spoiler uh, alert! Spoiler alert! All right, so let's talk Brian. about being Bible centered. <laughs> yes, let's talk now, about I that. I think this is the broadest. Yes, absolutely. So, how would you define being Bible centered? So, what? How I would define being Bible centered really is ultimately being like as a you know as a as a congregation as a people as an individual being very focused on the Word of yes. God, making sure that we want to know what it says and what it meant in its original context. Yes. These are very important things. Yes. We want to know what God's word says and what it meant. So these are people to who, its original yeah, hearers. These are people who love scripture. They have yeah. a very high regard for scripture. Absolutely. Uh, these are people who would fight um rightly so to uh to to honor scripture and to uphold scripture as the inerrant inspired Word of God. Correct. And these are battles that we have fought back in the 1970s into the 1980s. And even before then, yeah. Yeah. in the 1800s, in the 1700s, in the 1600s. Well, I was mean, we, like, literally, some of us are still alive who fought. That's certainly true. Well, I mean, I can't speak for, I was not saying we, the global church. I was, you know, the universal well, church, we, the current well, sure. are alive. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. This, this, these are really important, uh, these are really important issues. Yeah. Uh, and, and being Bible-centered is good, it's right Yes, um, and fitting to have such a, a, re, a high regard of Scripture. Absolutely, and so um, so the the at, at its best with this position that um, really as as you said this these are these are believers who 
know the word well, who know how to defend, uh, understand what it says, and know how to defend it when it need when yes. they need to defend against um, against opposing views that threaten to damage. Um, other believers' understanding of the yeah. word, or diminish its importance in the life of the church, um, at its most negative extreme view, though, um, there is a danger that's represented in that in that position, um, and it's actually one that we do see in Scripture itself. Um, one that one that Jesus um, addresses in John chapter five, yes, which when he is confronted by the Pharisees and in one of the many instances in which they are trying to kill him, <laughs> he says that you search the scriptures and study them diligently, um, thinking that in them you have eternal life. Such an important passage. Very important passage. But it says, but he doesn't stop there. He doesn't say you're wrong. He says, but you are missing that they testify about me. So it's an incomplete understanding. It's, an incomplete, it's holding rightly to high regard scripture, but missing what scripture is really all about. Correct. And that's why it's so dangerous. That's, and again, this is, this is what I grew up in. This is the context. Now, again, each of these, I think it's a spectrum. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can be Bible-centered and just you know forget Jesus at times or forget... Sure. Um, not study every scripture under that lens, and and or you can be Bible centered and completely miss Jesus. You can be a student of the Bible. I remember right. in college taking a, a a class on the Old Testament from a secular professor who understood scripture. She knew scripture, didn't believe in it at all. Right. Um, so yeah, there's there's spectrums within each of these, but I think most people, for what we're talking about, again, friends within the camp. Yeah. I, I think it's just. Failing to understand, man, I have to fight to put every passage through this lens of of Christ and seeing Christ as he he talked about. Because, again, that's how I grew up. I grew up in an environment where, yeah, if Jesus was clearly there, if we're studying a New Testament passage, a Gospels, you know, one of the Gospels, mm-hmm. yeah, clearly we're getting to Jesus. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times we didn't. A lot of times we studied Old Testament passages, especially in isolation, and you, you start to fall toward moralism. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the danger, potentially, of, of, of being Bible-centered in and of itself. Yeah, or, or, a, um, or maybe the better way to say it is, is a... Um, maybe there isn't a better way to say it. <laughs> I, there probably yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or a wrongly oriented mm-hmm. Bible, Bible-centered view. If that, if that, yeah. is that the best way to say it, maybe? Yeah. 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 So, um, so, so that's that position. Um, the next one, though, is being Christ-centered. Yeah. And you'd think that because we use the term Christ-centered a lot, we we love the term, and um, we, you know, we're unashamed shame yeah. to use it. Um, right, and we're big advocates of the Christ-centered exposition commentary. Exactly. Series. Exactly. We have a like we have a commentary series. Yeah. Just like that. It's a wonderful commentary series. Outstanding, yeah. Um, there's a sense in there, so but there, but there can be a, a a wrong perspective on this, or or an off-center perspective yeah. in Christ-centeredness. Um, but let's talk about. But basically, the big idea of this is is that is seeing Jesus at the at the heart of everything. Yeah, and which, which sounds great. Yeah, and actually sounds a lot like gospel being gospel centered. But it still can be deficient. It can still be incomplete because 
I think what we have to remember is a lot of times people would compartmentalize what Christ has done. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, a lot of times when we hear people talk about salvation, um, that transaction of salvation, you will hear almost always, of course, salvation and forgiveness of sin. But you don't always hear salvation and, and the giving of Christ's righteousness, mm-hmm. that, that second part of the transaction. And what this is indicative of is a lot of times you can be Christ-centered and just focus simply on forgiveness of sin and miss that God has given us more than that in Christ. And and being Christ-centered frames much more in how we live than just being forgiven. Mm-hmm. That's a critical part of it, of course. Yeah, absolutely. But that's how it can be a little bit deficient, that you can be Christ-centered and think, okay, I need Jesus because he forgave me. Yeah. And I put him in the shelf, and you know, on the shelf in the back of the closet until I sin again and need to pull it out and remember repentance and forgiveness and I'm putting it back again and I'm not living truly every day in light of, of who he is and what he's done. Right. Right. Absolutely. And um, on the, so on the positive side, um, I think uh, just briefly now, like I, I'd mentioned, it sounds like it's Christ being Christ centered sounds very similar to being gospel centered and at, at its best, that position and being gospel-centered are essentially synonymous. Yes. Essentially. Um, on the, but, in, but like with every, every position, there's a spectrum. Um, and there, and even, with, even with gospel-centered, as we'll get to in a minute, um, that there is a, um, on the more extreme side, it's seeing Jesus as an example. Mm-hmm. And so it's Jesus is someone to emulate, someone to um, do do what he did, that that yeah. kind of thing. Um, you know the the popular slogan, the what was it, the early nineties? What would Jesus do? The what would Jesus do? Yeah. Was that what that was? I think late eighties. Late eighties. Okay. It all so blurs together. And, right. You know, just Petra was playing on the radio somewhere when that was happening. That's all I remember. <laughs> so you got to you were just too into Petra and uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah so you yeah. missed all that yeah. okay. There you go. Was that your rebellious stage? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's kind of the big idea. Is is that um, on its most ex- on its most extreme negative side, there is a um, there is a there is a view that is Jesus as the as the example, um, and then um, and then there there are other gradations of that too because there's also the elevating. Um, the recorded words of Christ in Scripture over the other words in Scripture as well, which is also a problem because because Scripture doesn't create that kind of hierarchy yeah. within within it. Um, all of it is equally inspired. All of it is the written word of God. Therefore, we can't say, well, Jesus trumps Paul or Peter or um, Jonah or or Moses or anything or anything like that in in um, reference to inspired scripture correct correct yeah. that's what i said no i just want to make sure <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. i want to make sure it was very clear yes yes that nobody yes. could misunderstand that's what you true. just said because it was, could have been very easy to misunderstand sure and we not bookended it with that caveat because we're all about caveats absolutely we are killing ourselves with the caveats here today um <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, that leads us to being gospel-centered itself, and so that um, that position um, again, it it at its best, it encompasses all of it because a, a healthy, robust gospel-centered view looks at everything through the lens of the work of Christ. Yes, and so when we see Scripture, we want to understand. 
what it meant, uh, what it meant in its original context. We also want to see how how God was working these events to come together to to the grand event of Jesus coming into the world, living a perfect life for us, dying on a cross for us, raising again for us, ascending to ascending to the throne and sending the spirit so that when we believe in him we have we are given his righteousness um along with our forgiveness of sins um and not on top of that not only that because it doesn't stop there because the bible doesn't stop there it's also that the gospel-centered view helps us gain the long view on history, that we know where the story is ending. We have lots of confidence, and we have hope. Yes. Um, because God has been so kind to us, and he's given us the good news before the end. <laughs> yep. Or before the end actually happens, from our perspective. So, that's that really positive All right, pass the side. offering plate. Okay. Are we? Yeah, there we go. There you, you go. Are you Pass convicted? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Fantastic. I'm um, going to sit in the anxious seat. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Um, the but of, of course there there is a there is a danger in in that too. If we are um, if we're not careful, there's a way in which yeah. we can look at gospel centrality and think, well, I only need to focus on the new testament what's said there and basically yeah. eliminating the the importance of the old testament telling ourselves only only really two-thirds of the or one-third of the story yeah because two-thirds of our bible is the old testament <laughs> yeah so I, I think this one again it's this comes down to how we're defining these terms yes and this is where we get in trouble as a people, especially today. Uh, just look at social media. Just look at what's mm-hmm. going on. And, and we see people are, are just not careful to define their terms. And people are, are bringing different definitions to those terms. That causes a lot of friction. Yeah. So if you define gospel-centered, Bible-centered, and Christ-centered properly, mm-hmm. they overlap. Yes, they do. But as we've just talked about, but you can misidentify any of these and and be off. Yes. So just to be clear, we cannot be gospel centered unless we're also Christ centered and Bible centered. It's impossible. Correct. But you can be Bible centered and miss Christ, miss the gospel. You Mm -hmm. can be Christ centered and miss the gospel. You can Mm -hmm. even miss the Bible, Uh, but you cannot be gospel centered without being Christ centered and Bible centered. That's right. That's right. And so this is why we care about um, this is why we care about gospel centrality. This is yeah. why we, um, it's, well, it's why we, why yeah. the gospel project exists. Why we do what is, we do. Yeah. It's, it's why, why I come, why I brave Nashville traffic. Yeah, it's, it's understanding the gospel is not confined to the New Testament, as you were just saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the whole story of scripture. It's understanding we don't know the gospel apart from scripture. It's right. knowing that we can't experience the gospel apart from Christ. Right. So you, yeah, knowing this and properly identifying these drives us to the place where we need to be. That's right. That's right. Um, so, Brian, I think this has been a, a, a good, quick discussion yeah, for us on helpful. this. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, guys, thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you've got um, questions, a topic you'd like us to address, you know, shoot us an email at thegospelproject at lifeway.com or connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegospelproject um, or um 
on Twitter at gospel underscore project. Uh, thanks very much. Brian, talk to you later. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project, a family of resources revealing how all Scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.